0: Going on everybody you've made it back for another week of it starts with me we're here again on wednesday twelve thirty p.m eastern and we have a great show going on today with sarah armstrong she is going to be bringing a really 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 controversial uh topic to the forefront you know it's about divorce but she has created a guide to good divorce so I can't wait to get into this conversation, you know, because I've got a lot of questions and a lot of things that I want to ask her about. So first off, once again, we are here every single Wednesday, 1230 p.m., Eastern. You can find us here. We've got great stories and testimonials of individuals, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, you know, business coaches, CEOs, founders, multimillionaires that are doing great, great things inside of the world as we know it today. And they have been through struggles just like all of us have. But they found a way to overcome those struggles. And that is what this show is all about. How do I overcome those struggles? Has anyone else ever been in in those types of situations? What did they do? So we hope we inspire you with some of these testimonies. All right, on Fridays, Community Beacon. And actually, you know, we've been having a great time with the co-host, Michael Seville. It has been a magnificent time. You know, in July, it was, awesome. In June, it was awesome. You just got to be there. All right. 6.30 PM on YouTube. You'll find us at the Tenacity Foundation. You'll you'll see us. You'll hear about us. All right. And then also Mike has his own show about whatever it takes. What it takes Mondays at 9 o'clock PM where he is dropping gems on what you need to do to be successful in life. He is the real estate king and the business model. He is the one that you want to talk with. Without further ado, let's start to talk about Sarah. All right, Sarah Sarah is the good divorce proponent and author of The Mom's Guide to a Good Divorce. All right, is that sizzling enough for you right there? It's like, oh, can't wait to talk about this. Okay, she is the Vice President, Global Marketing Operations at Google and proud mom of Grace, which is a beautiful name, yes, who is now a freshman in college. In addition to her stellar marketing career, Sarah has been uh, mentoring people from all over the world, from all walks of life, all different races, men, women, young and old for the last 25 years. She's been putting in work and good work, right? In fact, she has a rotating list of about 50 individuals whom she speaks with on her phone on a regular basis. A lot of times she's doing this while she's in her morning workout routine. She is a longtime volunteer at various nonprofit organizations, including Jack and Jill Late Stage Cancer Foundation and Georgetown Alumni Administration Program. She is also an avid proponent of serving meals at her local soup kitchen. She lives in San Francisco and she is absolutely amazing and adorable. Welcome to the front, Sarah Armstrong.
1: Thank you for having me, Joel. Great to be with you.
0: Oh my gosh. I'm really, really, really excited about this, right?
1: I'm excited to be here with you. There's lots to talk about. Lots (laughs) to
0: there is. And so this is this is a topic, and uh, Anna. Was very concerned. She was like, "Uh, "I think she's a great fit and everything," and you know, and you know, but I don't know what you'll think. And I'm like, "Well, this is a this is a topic for of topics." You know, I mean, I definitely have my own thought process on this, and you're going to be bringing your thought process on it. And I just love your pre-interview with Anna. I love the pre-interview because I found you to be extremely honest and authentic, Mm -hmm. and I also found that. The reason behind this book and what you're promoting is your own life struggles and how you found a way to make it through and to take care of grace. Yes. And I think that that is inspirational, you know, because not only did you take care of grace, but you also found a way to take care of yourself and a way to take care of your ex-husband. And yes. that is that's outstanding.
1: Thank you. Thank you. It's it's it is uh, it takes efforts, and we'll talk about that. But it was definitely something that we felt strongly about as we um, entered into this decision to go through a divorce. Um, that it was something we really needed to think about how we wanted to do it. You know, and it's it's interesting, Joel. As we start, you know, I always say, just for the record, like I'm not an advocate for divorce. I think in an ideal world, couples that get married stay happily married for forever, and for the long term. But you know, unfortunately these days that, you know, that's not always the case. And these days it is more common than ever. And so I, I reflected, you, you kind of um, inferred this, you know, there's, you know, no one gets divorced. There's no one gets married to get divorced, right? That's the first thing. And when you think about it, that, that's not something, it's not like you go in with a goal of, <laughs> of getting divorced um, and no one gets divorced for positive reasons. You know, it's yeah. not generally a positive reason that drives you to that decision. But when children are involved, And this is the most important thing when they don't get to make the decision of whether their parents are going to get divorced. But they're the ones that are most significantly impacted by that decision. They really are.
0: That's a whole lot to take in right there. Mm -hmm. Right. That's a lot to take in. So Mm -hmm. there was an occasion when I was when I was with one of my one of my buddies and we were all working out and we just started to open up pandora's box Mm -hmm. we started talking about relationships Mm -hmm. and how things are working out between a husband and a wife Mm -hmm. and at one point in time he mentioned this to me you know not to share the entire story but he mentioned this to me and he said you know when i look at when you look at the statistics or you look at you know grandparents and Mm great-grandparents and how they stuck together for better or worse and you look at some of them now and they're like miserable (laughs) that's what he said he's like he's like they're they're miserable you know but they stuck in it he's
1: like do i want that (laughs) no no it's a it's a great reflection i have to say you know i actually had parents my parents have been married they're going turning 54 years this year and they're a true partnership and they're actually the ones one of the, the few i will say that i think has gone 54 years and has been incredibly happy in that partnership. But I would agree with your friend that a lot of people maybe stick in a situation that may not be healthy for either. And they do it because they think that's what society expects all of us to do. You know, and and sometimes maybe that's not the best decision for that couple or for their children. And so, you know, I just don't think there's enough conversation around the topic of the decision. If you're going to have a divorce that, You know, you could actually do it well and have a good divorce and and maybe change the trajectory of what might be a path you're going down where no one's going to be happy. Mm.
0: Okay. Okay. I I feel that. And and we're mentioning the word like partnership. Mm -hmm. Partnership is huge, right? Yeah. So partnership does not necessarily mean love.
1: It's true. It's
0: true. I think you understand where I'm heading with this. It's like, yeah. when we enter into this type of partnership, you know, what are the founding things that continue to make that partnership valid?
1: Right, well, and it's interesting because when you think about a couple that's gotten married and when they've decided that they no longer wanna be together, right? And that that partnership may have um, become come into question because they're parents, if they have children, that partnership continues, right? Mm -hmm. You, 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 that partnership, and and in fairness, it's more important than ever when you've decided that, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna have a child. And I always say that, you know, when, when couples bring a child into this world, you know, they make a commitment to that child that they're gonna raise them in the healthiest and happiest environment, you know, and, and safest environment possible. And, you know, I always joke that we cover the plugs and we make them wear bike helmets, you know, and we we feed them organic milk. We do all these things that are gonna keep our kids healthy and ha- happy and safe. But the toxicity that can come when a couple isn't happy and they decide that they're gonna go through a divorce and they bring all of that negativity into a child's life, going back to your point of partnership, it challenges, there's a there's the partnership piece of it, but there's the fact that you have, made a commitment to this child to do the best thing for them. And so if you don't think about the toxicity that you're putting your children in, in these situations, it can have a long-term impact on the children's view on relationships, their views on marriage, and their overall happiness. So I do think it, it comes back down to your point on partnership to co-parenting and taking co-parenting seriously as partners because you have decided to have this child together. And there's then a commitment of how you wanna raise them so that they can be as happy as possible.
0: I agree. I agree. I think that's powerful. You know, um, I have a philosophy of four C's. And one of the four C's is is, uh, is commitment, you know, <laughs> and uh, that commitment that we're now discussing that lasts beyond the, um, the agreement yes. of uh, marriage. Yes. So I want to lean backwards then. Yep. Mm-hmm you know into before the child is there right so if we because because a child is born it's like bone of my bone flesh of my flesh you know like this is this is mine i birthed this child especially for the mother you know just like i birthed this child and you know me being a father um i there's no way i could ever say that i birthed my children i was there yes uh, I delivered yes. my middle child, oh, I amazing. delivered her, I amazing. named her, wow. I gave her her nickname. Yes. I did all of that stuff yes. Yes. for my middle child. Amazing. Uh, and yeah, it was, it was absolutely amazing because, uh, aside from her feeling and touching her mother's body, you know, from inside, mm-hmm. I was the first one to put hands on mm-hmm. my middle child.
1: Mm, amazing an amazing experience yeah.
0: yes yeah. yes you're absolutely right yeah. and so there is this connectivity for me you know and i believe for you as well by mm-hmm. the way that your bio reads the proud mm-hmm. mom of grace yeah. uh, which is a beautiful name
1: thank you thank you
0: so what about the connectivity and the promise and the vow of the husband and the wife and i think you knew i was leading up into that
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well i think that connectivity is what is your foundations for how you're going to to your point it starts with your relationship early on and then when you do come become parents that that connectivity is there for forever and that bond is there and, and so i think having a child or children that have strong relationships with both parents and what you just expressed in terms of Your connection with your mother daughter is a great example it's that continues and that can continue in life but when you go through a big life change like a divorce as a family some of those connections can get um, strained right with the children obviously between the parents and so what can we do you know as individuals that are going through this process to keep that connection as strong as possible and keep both the belief that even though you've decided to change the structure of your lives you're not going to live in the same home that you can have that connection with your children and with your ex-spouse in a productive and healthy way and i think that's the whole kind of premise of what i'm hoping you know society can start to shift their thinking about because obviously as i said earlier you go through divorce for, for reasons that you you want to kind of put in your past And hopefully what you can do is turn the corner and say, but what, how do I want to have a positive and productive future um, in these relationships that I have with my children and also with my ex spouse?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I I definitely want to, I definitely want to understand more about your process Mm -hmm. because I mean, your opening statement being that you're not an advocate for divorce. Mm -hmm. So that speaks a multitude of words. And I don't know if. All of the audience has gotten that or is holding on to that. But Mm -hmm. you know, um, you saying that means a whole lot to me because it means that you have truly invested time, effort, thought, love, concern uh, into the dynamic of a family. Yes. And what it means.
1: Yeah, and I think that that is something that really was important um, and I'll, I'll give you an, uh, a story that really um, is probably one of the poignant moments of our, our divorce process and um, when before we told my daughter and by the way, Grace was seven when we when we went through a divorce. Okay? And so before we decided to tell her, we went to a child specialist that specialized in divorce to get some counsel of how to handle communicating to her and, and managing you know, those dynamics. And he sat down and he looked at me and he goes, Sarah, do you travel? And I said, yes, I do. I travel internationally for my job. And he looks at my ex husband, he says, do you travel? And he says, yes, I actually travel domestically. He said, well, Grace is about to become a professional traveler. She's going to travel every week for the next 11 years until she goes off to college. And I burst into tears. Absolutely, burst into tears, and I said, "That's not what I want for her." And going to your back to your point about like the family and the structure, and I said I, the concept of her becoming a professional traveler because of the decision we were making, you know. And so I walked out of that session and, and sat down with my ex-husband. I said, "What can we do to minimize the dynamic of Grace feeling that way?" And to your point about family and feeling like even though her traditional family structures being pulled apart that she is not her life, her day to day life isn't feeling like she's this professional, you know, traveler, almost like a vagabond going from one place to another. And so we really worked hard at Joel to figure out what we could do so that she didn't have that feeling of being a professional traveler and not really having kind of a core home. And um, so it was it was a, a process. We went through a very thoughtful process of what that we looked
0: that's a powerful, powerful statement because uh, you're talking about putting family first, you're talking That's about putting race first. Absolutely. Right. Yes. Yeah. And that, that means so much, you know, and, uh, I think if we can, Sarah, I'd like to go back even a little bit further sure. uh, and maybe going this route. Can you share with us what it was that really brought you and your husband to the point where you all felt like this was absolute this decision was the right one for you
1: yeah yeah it was a decision we made together and it was a decision that um i had grown up joel watching really um, ugly divorces again my parents were wonderfully happily married but many of their friends in my formative younger years got divorced and they were really ugly situations Um, and so at the point when we made the decision that, that we were going to go on this path, um, I said to him, I wanted us to figure out how we could do this where Grace, and again, going to back to your point of putting her first, that Grace's life and how Grace perceived this change in her life wouldn't be something that scarred her for forever. I was like, I, we just have to figure out how, how we can do this so that that's not. Because I saw my friends you know, when I was growing up go through divorces where it, it literally still is something they carry with them as adults. and and. You know, has had a huge impact on their kind of perception of things. So that was kind of a conscious decision and a discussion we had up front going into this. Now, what's interesting though, Joel, I, a year after we got divorced, the reason I can actually even the term "good divorce" even is a, a concept for me, is that Grace and I were at a CVS checking out, um, you know, at the counter, and there was a People magazine uh, on the on the counter, and it had a sub- celebrity couple that was going through divorce. And she looked at me and she goes mommy is that a good divorce or a bad divorce and i said grace i don't know what's the difference between a good divorce and a bad divorce she goes well good divorce is when the mommy and daddy are nice to each other like you and daddy and a bad divorce is when they scream and yell at each other and so joel i walked out of the cvs that day and i thought whatever we're doing you know whatever we've decided to do over this last year that a grace a year into our divorce. Could literally refer to it as a good divorce and explain why that, like why she perceived it that way. Just told me that we were doing something right or in the right direction and that we needed to keep doing that. And I shared that story with my ex husband. Like Grace, you know, I, I I called him later and said, hey, Grace just shared this with me. I said, so let's continue trying to, to your point about family, continue, continue trying to operate you know, as a family unit when we can um, in different ways. And so that was a real um, poignant moment for me in this this whole this whole journey.
0: That's powerful. Yeah. Really powerful. Yeah. And you know, there's a scripture that says, "Out of the mouth of babes, right?"
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And it was just such a genuine sentiment from her, you know, and and what's sad, Joel, when I look at how society generally operates in the in the realm of divorce. Um, you know, to, to share another moment that was was a moment that Grace shared with us, or we all shared together, is five years later. She's in sixth grade, and we went to a parent teacher conference. And the you know, this is a the time when Grace actually came to the teacher conference with us. So my ex husband, Grace, and I are in there, and we go through this hour long conference. And at the end, her teacher looks at us and goes, "Wait, are you two divorced?" <laughs> and I looked at her and said, "Yeah, we've been divorced since." Years since Grace was in first grade, she said, I had no idea. And I looked at her and I said, Well, I didn't think to even tell you. Like, (laughs) it was was the thing I thought, let me come into this parent teacher conference and tell you, Hey, we're divorced. Now let's talk about Grace's education. She said, You would be shocked at how few people, how few couples that are divorced can come into this office and sit for one hour and talk about their children's education together. She goes, It is very, very rare. Now, Grace is hearing all of them hearing this whole discussion Joel and uh, she goes it makes me very sad and I, I and I said to her, I, I go that makes me very sad I, I if there's one thing that a couple that have decided to have children should be able to do right is sit for an hour and hear about how their child is doing in terms of their education <sighs>
0: these are amazing testimonies absolutely amazing testimonies let me ask you um, what may be, uh, I don't know if it may be a difficult question. I don't think it will be a difficult question for you uh, because you're so well put together. Yes. These things, these techniques that you, that you put together mm-hmm. to make your divorce so successful, mm-hmm. do you think that if people were to have this guide You know, say it was a mom's guide to a good marriage. Mm. Do you think that their marriage Mm. may be able to withstand
1: the quakes
0: of the earth?
1: You know what? It's a really interesting question, Joel. And I had a friend of mine that read the book when it came out. And she said, Sarah, as much as this is a guide on how to go through divorce, it's actually a parenting guide you know, it's, it's a parenting guide. And so it's interesting if, if couples were to reflect on, because a lot of what my book, my book is broken into bite-sized pieces of guidance. So, you it's basically a, a topic per page, but if, if couples were to step back and say, what is, and it's all about the, the, the decisions you have to make about raising your children together and the discussions you need to have about those decisions. And if couples, maybe and to your point would almost reflect on those, Throughout the course of time together, it may help some river. may help some of those quakes. I don't know. It, it, part of it depends on what where the quakes are coming from, you know. And uh, but I do think the the partnership and the parenting um, dynamics can sometimes be a huge stressor on marriages, right? And so there probably is there. If you were to t- turn the angle, um, and I love where you went with that of how to look at my book and what's what's in embodied in it you definitely could see it from different angles see how it could help couples that are trying to actually not go through divorce but really think about what you need to do to raise your children well together
0: Hmm. and you know uh, i i love that because so the interest that i want to read your book by the way so i'm going to have to order that what is it on, on amazon
1: it's on Amazon. There's actually a paperback. There's a ebook, and I actually went in the studio and did an Audible version uh, uh, two years ago. So you have any either uh, three options of how to how to consume it. But yes, it's on Amazon, and it's uh, it's out there for everyone that needs it.
0: Okay, I think I want an ebook version so I can put on my Remarkable and take it wherever I go. Perfect. Yeah. So um, we'll definitely get to that a little bit later. Yeah. It, you know. So. I, I love it that you you stated that it will be a great guide, or that you've received compliments or mm-hmm. uh, critique, stating that it will be a great guide for it to be, you know, how to raise children, mm-hmm. you know. But and I'm I'm curious though, because in all of this that you're doing to raise children, mm-hmm. what are you doing to keep this relationship between your ex husband and you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, because listen, you can do whatever you want to do to raise somebody, but in order for your uh, eight year old child mm-hmm. to look and say, this is what I consider to be a good divorce. Mm-hmm. That's a whole lot more than me and, you know, me and my ex and, you know, pretending as if we're getting along for right. the sake of the child, because a seven-year-old, an eight-year-old, 11-year-old, a 12-year-old, they can recognize baloney okay. totally. Til- totally. on the floor. They may not tell you because they're children, yes. but they know when this ain't jiving.
1: Yes, no, and you're exactly right. So, you know, what, what we decided when we went through this is, the points in time in Grace's life when she deserved to have both of her parents there. So whether it was the parent-teacher conference I mentioned or on the side of the soccer field or you know at a school event, we were both there. We were both there standing next to each other, sitting next to each other. You know, That's what she deserved is to look up from wherever she was in whatever environment and see both of her parents there smiling at her. And that is what she deserved. And now in terms of the day-to-day, you know, we lived um, close by where we could, you know, drop her off at each other's homes over the course of time until she could drive herself. And those interactions were, you know, healthy and and positive. And one of the things that I try to counsel couples that are going through divorce is your child is not the one to communicate between you and your ex-spouse.